You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you're having an outstanding start to your Thursday. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, and the Road to Atlanta Podcast all on the Battery Power Podcast Network and at BatteryPower.com, plus at Battery Power SBN across all forms of social media. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. So it's kind of been, I don't know if I'll say a disappointing week when it comes to the Atlanta Braves, but it's been definitely a bit of a step back from what is a what was a wild and crazy week, both on and off the diamond for the Atlanta Braves last week. However, this week, we've finally been able to get some consistent baseball. It's nice to get into a mode to where every day we have a Braves game to look forward to. But obviously, with the offseason and spring training mixing together this year more than any other normal year due to the lockout, there also has continued to be news off the diamond. Not any big trades or not any big signings like it seemed happened every few hours last week, but this week, of course, the big focus was arbitration. The Braves coming to agreements with several of their most critical talents for the 2022 season. Now, the Braves for years, especially under Alex Anthopoulos, have been what many consider what many call a file and trial team. This is an unofficial term, you know, that deals with salary arbitration. Basically, what it means is that the player and the team they will exchange numbers when it comes to both sides giving their worth of the player for the upcoming season. And the arbitration deadline that happens across Major League Baseball, the team treats that as a hard deadline, where if the player and the team do not come to an agreement, then basically that means that there is a date set for them to discuss it out via arbitration for the player's salary to be determined for the upcoming season. In this case, obviously, the 2022 season. Now, when it comes to the Braves, that doesn't mean that they cannot agree to a, a one-year deal or multi-year deal with the players that they did not come to an agreement with before the arbitration deadline a few days ago. It just simply means that likely in, the, in, in most of these cases, it's going to go to some type of hearing. Now, whenever you think of an arbitration hearing between a player and a team, you, you might think that that may be a, a bit of a negative, and it certainly can be understandable. You don't ever want there to be a situation where a player has to go with the team that he plays for in front of someone and that player has to hear, you know, why the team basically thinks he's good and thinks, you know, he's not so good. 
that's that's a very you know simple and probably flawed way of putting it but the thing that I'll say is this is that with the Braves it happens time and time again some of the Braves some of the current Braves that are on the team they've gone through this process multiple times it's very unlikely it ever leads to anything that would be considered long-term negativity between a player and a team but the key is is that there are remains to be seen this the the um, established salaries of several players one thing that is worth noting is that three players for the Braves did come to arbitration agreements Sean Newcomb uh, and the Braves agreed to a $900,000 deal for the upcoming year Tyler Matzik 1.2 million and AJ Minter 2.2 million but some other Braves certainly are it'll be it's we will wait to see how their overall salaries are determined for the next year. For instance, Adam Duvall, he submitted a to- he submitted a total salary of 10.275 million for 2022. The Braves came in at a million less. That's considered a pretty wide gap when it comes to arbitration submissions from both the player and team. So the Braves and Duvall will certainly um, go in will go into arbitration. Max Freed submitted that he was worth 6.85 million, the Braves 6.6 million. Luke Jackson 4 million, the Braves 3.6 million. Austin Riley 4.2 million, the Braves 3.9 million, and then Dansby Swanson 10 million, the Braves 9. So you're not talking about a wide gap, but obviously when it comes to these players who still are before free agency, who still obviously want every dollar that they're worth, it's important to note that these are discussions that will be had. So again, nothing negative coming from these experiences. And again, there is a track record of this. This is not as if it's the first year under Alex Anthopoulos that the Braves have had quite a few players who they were not able to, uh, to avoid arbitration with. This is a normal process. We hear about it every year. Could there still potentially be the opportunity to where one or two of these players agree or settle before arbitration happens? Or even with it being spring training, a time when we usually see extensions happen, could we even see one or two of these players potentially agree to a multi-year extension? Yes, that possibility certainly remains, but the most likely outcome at the end of the day is just over the next week or so, we'll see news come out about the Braves and or the and their players, which side wins the arbitration battle for these players' salaries to be established for 2022. But at the end of the day, while it is newsworthy, while the discussion is always there about which players settle before arbitration and which players actually go through arbitration with their teams, very little significance comes from that long-term. At the end of the day, it's just simply a natural part of the process for these players' salaries to be established for 2022. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. 
Adidas. But of course, as I mentioned, obviously, the one difference between this week and last week is that the Braves are taking the diamond nearly every single day as they ramp up for the season. And so you're seeing many players be optioned faster than normal, obviously, because of the shortened time frame of spring training this year. Obviously, you have seen you know names like Freddie Tarnick and others, Bryce Elder, despite making a start for the big league Braves already. Both of those names have been optioned to the minor league system. Um, obviously, Drew Waters, Tuki Tassant, they were optioned as of yesterday as well. But one exciting thing that we're also starting to see is we're starting to see some of the Braves' best get out on the, take the field for the first time in the spring or the first few times in the spring and start to deliver, start to show once again why they are so special and a part of a special team that obviously is the reigning World Series champions. Earlier this week, we saw Max Reed throw, I believe, three scoreless innings in his start, a great start to the spring for him. And then yesterday, of course, we saw the left side of the Braves infield, Austin Riley and Dansby Swanson combined for three home runs in the game against the Tampa Bay Rays, though it ended in a tie, which happens from time to time. It does illustrate, once again, just how important the left side of the infield for the Braves between Austin Riley and Dansby Swanson will be for the Braves once again this year. Now, I will go ahead and venture to say that um, between Austin Riley and Dansby Swanson, they have the track they have the resume from 2021 to be considered among the top 5 third base shortstop combinations in baseball last year they ranked third behind Rafael Devers or excuse me behind uh, Fernando Tatis and Manny Machado and then Rafael Devers and Xander Bo- um, Bogarts of the Red Sox Machado and uh, Tatis Jr of course of the Padres among left sides of the infield third base shortstop combinations Dansby Swanson and Austin Riley ranked third in home runs as a pair for the left side of the infield. And of course, obviously, both players had, you know, according to some defensive um, metrics, they had a very good season defensively as well. But the big thing that stands out for the Braves is that this is a team, obviously, that's led by its offense. And Dansby Swanson being in the middle of the order, or excuse me, Austin Riley being in the middle of the order, Dansby Swanson being in the bottom of the order, both of those players are going to be key cogs to just how successful and consistent the Braves can be. Because as we saw last year, Austin Riley supporting Ronald Acuna Jr. or Jorge Soler and Freddie Freeman, plus if Ozzy Albies or others were batting in front of him, Austin Riley driving those players in and extending the productivity of the lineup was huge for the middle of that order. There was no place for pitchers to be able to overcome a skilled player. There was no place for pitchers to you know, be able to avoid a, a, a player because the Braves were so consistent at putting good at-bats together through the middle of the order thanks to Austin Riley. And of course, he continued to show that in the playoffs. But then the bottom of the order, though Dansby Swanson certainly did struggle at times, but especially in the first of the year, Dansby Swanson's power showed up. We always felt that if he could put together a full season, he certainly had 20-plus home run power. Well, last year, 27 home runs. And though overall he did struggle, especially when it came to strikeouts early in the season, he still was a power bat at the bottom of the Braves' order 
that made the Braves order deeper than most around Major League Baseball. So Austin Riley in the middle of the order, especially now without Freddie Freeman, if Austin Riley can continue his success from last year, that is going to be an important linchpin to this lineup, to where you can go from what should be a highly productive early part of the lineup with Matt Olson and Ronald Acuna Jr. when he comes back, to the middle of the order where you'll have Adam Duvall and Marcelo Zuna. But the key point there is Austin Riley being able to connect those two together and hopefully have a season like he did last year. There could be a bit of regression, but the power certainly is likely to stay. You may not see Austin Riley flirt with 300 again, but you would have to feel that the discipline as well as the home run power will certainly remain. And then, of course, at the bottom of the order, Dansby Swanson being able to continue to show his power will certainly be a big step forward. If he can make any type of improvements when it comes to his overall discipline at the plate and also consistent hard contact outside of the home runs, that'll obviously be a great development as well. And it should not be ignored that obviously both of these players have plenty to play for when it comes to their long-term security. You would have to imagine, with Alex Anthopoulos having locked up Ronald Acuna Jr., with him having locked up um, Ozzy Albies, Alex Anthopoulos would probably love to explore the opportunity to talk with Austin Riley about a long-term extension. What those numbers look like, it'll be interesting to see. But could something potentially happen this spring? Potentially. Is it more than likely to happen next spring? Yeah, I could say that the case. But over the next year, you it, it would certainly would make sense. You certainly could see Austin Riley emerging as the clear next guy to talk an extension with to keep in Atlanta long-term to support Ozzie Albies and Ronald Acuna Jr. in the lineup. And of course, also, Dansby Swanson has plenty to play for with the fact that his free agency is coming up next year. Now, is there a chance that you could see an extension in the next coming days before his arbitration hearing occurs? Sure, there is a chance for that to happen. Is it likely? I don't think so. Because let's look at what has happened this offseason. You saw you saw um, Corey Seager get a 10-year, $315 million deal. Javier Baez get a 6-year, $160 million deal. Carlos Correa get 3 years, 105. It comes out to $35 million a year as an average annual value. And then, of course, we saw Trevor Story get a 6-year, $140 million deal. Now, let's go ahead and make it understood. Dansby Swanson does not have the track record, nor has he come anywhere near the ceiling of several of those players when they've been on the field. But the point is, is that if Dansby Swanson puts together another 25 home run plus year, potentially becomes more consistent at the plate and shows his solid defense, we're talking about a player who maybe gets in that three to four wins above replacement you know, area if he has a very good season. You would have to think, especially with Dansby Swanson having the same representation as Freddie Freeman, you would have to think that Swanson and his representation look at this offseason and they think, okay, we we potentially could ask for more than $100 million. We reasonably could ask for a contract that exceeds $100 million. I don't feel Dansby Swanson's worth that. I don't think the Braves do either. But the point is, is that if Dansby Swanson feels that he's worth that, and that's going to be his ask. Obviously, what that means is, is that likely lowers the chance that Dansby Swanson returns to the Braves as the shortstop. And so the Braves, obviously, will have another hole to feel at the shortstop position, much like they did the first base posi position this offseason. So in general, 
The Braves, left side of the infield, and Austin Riley and Dansby Swanson, their consistency, their ability to repeat in 2022 what they did in 2021 is going to be critical to the Braves once again emerging as one of the clear favorites for the World Series. But it should not be lost on anyone that both Austin Riley and Dansby Swanson have plenty to play for when it comes to their long-term futures. Hopefully that includes a long-term extension over the next year for Austin Riley. But of course, then Dansby Swanson, depending on how well he plays and depending how that correlates on how much he's going to ask for free agency, the Braves either could see it make sense to, to look to keep him around long-term or a year from now, we certainly could be having a discussion about what the Braves' plans for shortstop is for the offseason. Personally, I would imagine especially with how much money the Braves will have coming out the books for 2022. I would imagine that the Braves, especially if Swanson has a big year, they're going to let him test free agency, and the Braves will look to see what options they have out there with plenty of money to burn, hopefully, next offseason as well. So it's great to see Dansby Swanson and Austin Riley have a great start to their spring. Hopefully that continues and also obviously falls over into the start and continues into the season. And if Swanson and Riley can have in any way, shape, or form come close to or even exceed their 2021 success in 2022, that's going to be a big, big boost once again for this Braves team. Of course, we can't thank you enough for checking out the Daily Hammer, but also make sure the return of the Battery Power podcast this week with Brad Rowland, Eric Cole, and Scott Coleman, as well as the Road to Atlanta podcast, each of these shows a part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. Also, don't forget to check out the Battery Power YouTube show with Grant McCauley and Corey McCarty. Always great content via Battery Power YouTube TV. Also, check out the great written content over at BatteryPower.com as well as at BatteryPowerSBN across all forms of social media. My name's Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you're listening, you have a great end to your week and start to your weekend. And we'll talk to you again soon here on The Daily Hammer. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.